Welcome back, guys, to another Garbage Time Podcast. Today, we have a stupendous episode in store for you guys. Welcome to the Gobble Me, Swallow Me Playoff Special, <laughs> named by none other than Jean-Paul Ortiz Guzman. I think it was your inner voice, if we're being honest. <laughs> well, guys, how are we today? You know, Andrew, uh, last week... Or two weeks ago, I came in feeling pretty down and out. Uh, this week, I'm two and zero since then. Really, uh, really talked to the guys. Adam Thielen, really, I think, really uh, talked to them and and came through. And they all decided to step up for me. Then he got COVID, and that's where we're at now. But you know, I'm feeling good. Lots to be thankful for on this fantastic week, including my favorite tight end, Taysom Mountain. JP, hit me. With your thoughts. Yeah, he's not a tight end. Once again, I'm tired of saying this. I'm going th- to say it over and over again. I know I am. He's not a tight end. He's a quarterback. And if anything, he was a fullback. He was a utility fullback that you get in Madden. Makes sense. Hey, he can do whatever he wants. He's utility. You know what's not utility? Fullback. I mean, the tight end. And that's a, it, doesn't, it doesn't equate. I don't appreciate this. I don't like what you did here. And I think you have dirty blood money on your hands from this win this week. I tell you what, I will take all the blood money in the world because I'm going to be six and five. So I'm feeling pretty good, Andrew. Pretty darn good. And so we have a really fun episode today. Like I said, it's a very thankful week. And we are thankful for our favorite guest star we've ever had on the show. In your face, Michael Webb. We have Sarah Mack here to answer some questions. Let's hear it for Sarah. Sarah, we brought you on here for a very special reason, not just because you're the special someone of our special someone, (laughs) but mostly because you are a girlfriend to a fantasy football slash garbage time podcaster in JP Ortiz. Is this true? I can confirm this is true. This is true. All right. You heard it here first. So Sarah, when you heard the news, because I know you're an avid listener, not just downloader, that Andrew Wright (laughs) had (laughs) skipped Becca's birthday to record the podcast Run me through your thoughts. What are you thinking? How are you feeling? I got to say, it's like a car crash. You just, you can't look away. Mm. You, you really, you really hate to see it. Um, that was a bad call yeah. if I've ever seen one, but mm-hmm. I understand that these things happen. Mm-hmm. That's right. So let me ask you this. If JP did that to you. I'm going to stop scale, you right there. I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. I understand how sacred the podcast mm-hmm. is. I understand that it's an institution. Yes. I'm going to look right at you when I say this. I'm going to say that. That's a no-go. It's a no-go. All right. And so one more question, Sarah. When is your birthday so we can schedule our next podcast? It is in May. May. I will not tell you when. Okay. So we're going to record every day in May. (laughs) Zero. All right. You heard it here first. May 20th will be when our finale podcast drops. Sarah, thank you for coming out. I appreciate the good support. I love you. And so that was Sarah. She did absolutely amazing, as we would all expect, being that she is the lovely lady for our lovely podcast, Jan Paul Ortiz. So now we're going into a fan favorite segment that we've been talking about bringing back for a little bit. A lot of people asked us, are these playoff teams real? Well, we're going to decide right here in our segment, Fantasy Court. You know, we have to, it's so tough and so close this year. That we can't just decide. We can't say for ourselves. We need the honorable Andrew Wright presiding mm. over our decision making. And he was fantastic in his performance last time That's as right. the judge. That's Andrew Wright. Honorable Judge Wright, how do you feel today? I'm feeling great, gentlemen. I am ready 
to get through these cases and see what we have to deliberate with today. Now, which way do you think you're leaning today? Is it more like a like a like a Nikki side or more like a me side? Like where, where I'm a very thinking? impartial judge. He's I impartial. Don't really appreciate you asking those kind of questions. Why would you insinuate in my court? Well, you are in my house. Well, this is and my court I did now. Just feed you, and that you are drinking things that I am providing you. So I, I object. Bribery. You are in my lap. Are you insinuating that I, as a judge, am sitting here intoxicated? Ridiculous. Possibly. It's preposterous. Churlish. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let the cases talk for themselves. Let's start off with three cases that we really kind of uh, didn't even think needed to go to court. We talked to the jury, talked to the judge. They said, this is ridiculous. They're guilty. Start us off. Coulson and Charlie are guilty. Of what? Treason. 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 And missing the playoffs, too. Yep. <laughs> missing the playoffs for <laughs> Can't forget the important Charlie. one. Really tough year for both teams. Yeah. Not their best work. Yeah. I don't know how it happened to Cole. I know how it happened to Charlie because it happened. What I don't know is how Charlie got to the championship last year. That's what I don't know. God bless America. <laughs> what wrong with us? <laughs> how that happened. What he had. What he did. Who he paid off. Who he sucked off. I don't know. Something happened, and I'm confused about it. And he belongs in the cellar, sadly. Mm-hmm. He is in danger of relegation. We might have to bring in uh, Camp Stuff Cat or something. Yeah, that, is, is that still going? You the think? fabled Camp B League at Joe Trust. Hit us up with the deets. Yeah, we, we need to. We might need to get some paperwork going because uh, if he doesn't pick it up, not great, Bob. Because we can't have the same person doing the the you know the, the punishment every year. That's yeah, not it takes for some of the fun. Yeah, it's it not, that's not fun, but. If Colson does it, if Colson does it, having a bad year, also that'd be great. If poor Colson, and I've never felt more sympathetic to Colson as I do, as he stands on the precipice of being last place in a year where he has scored a good amount of points, yes, but has without a doubt the most points scored against. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not pretty for him. It's a bad year, bad year, bad, bad year. It happens him. to everyone. Not as bad as this. Yeah. But the third team, we got some good news here. Joe Truss, Ooh. innocent, Ooh, and will make the playoffs. Yeah. Who, who would have thunk it? Who would have thought it? He gets his eighth win. We all decided that that's the benchmark is of yeah. automatic losses, eight sure. wins. And he got it. I think he's seven and up. If you get past the seven, I think that makes for sure. Seven, you're doing looking really good for the playoffs. But once you get past that seven, eight, that's unheard of. You're in. You're in. Nothing else can be said. You're in. And coming off of two kind of tough years in the past two years for mm-hmm. Joe, you know, this is a big win. And does he have the least points against by far? Sure. But you know what? His points for are also fairly good. 942. That's what yeah. you like to see at this point in the season. That's not even including this past week where he scored 100 points. So this is what you want to see out of a team. And I think it's it's a good person to, to punch their ticket first. Yeah, it's good scoring and good luck. Mm-hmm. And those two things will lead you – to the top seed in the playoffs, and that's where he's cruising to right now, especially with the tumble that Mark Turner's been taking mm, a little bit. That and many other topics will be discussed. First up to bat, I believe, is uh, Mark Turner himself. Yeah. Professional segue from Jan Paul Ortiz. I, I tried. I mm-hmm. tried, but it got a little, a little roadblock there, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay, because, Your Honor, I am pleading the case that uh, Mark Turner is not going to mm. make the playoffs. And, uh, you know, Nikki said he's going to be four, whatever. That's the easy one to take. But I have a nice, solid case right here as to why he's not making it. I'll tell you how he's not making it. 
I didn't take it well when he's not making it either. Proceed. But I'll let, I'll let Nick go first. So, Your Honor, it might have said you look very handsome today. Very Stop muscular it. as well. Stop it. We're talking about the champion of our great league from last year. The one, the only, Mark Turner. Or Nicky Turner. Who cares? Because at this point, he has seven wins. So he's just, JP just said that seven wins is where you're at least in contention. Eight means you win. So Mark just needs to win two more games. Two more games, which he's already won seven, in order to make the playoffs. But it's okay. He only has Derrick Henry on his team. The best player in fantasy football in the second half of the season, going back to the past three years. This is a team that is built and made for the playoffs. You have Derrick Henry. You have Amari Cooper, who's waking up now that Andy Dalton's back. You got DJ Chark, who pulls off big games here and there. This is just a team that is going to score enough. Are they going to win? Unlikely. I'll give you that. But are they going to make the playoffs? Yes. Solely because of one thing, and that's their record. Seven wins. They are one win away (laughs) from making it guaranteed. And even if they lose both the games, even if they lose both the next two games, which is a possibility in fantasy football, they still have 954 points. That's more than most of the league. That's less than one team, two teams, three teams, four teams. Only four teams does he have less points in the league. And those four teams are already going to make a plus, except for Colson. You know? Um, so the automatically, he only has three teams that are a better points total for him. And he is already at the point, the win total that he needs to get in the playoffs. So here's a team that can be awful the rest of the way and still make the playoffs purely off of record and points scored. Mark Turner did a great job this year and deserves all the praise and deserves to make the playoffs. I rest my case. Thank you, counsel. All right. If it pleases the court, I like to bring admit, admit some evidence to the court. And that evidence is Nikki Runyon Turner's Facebook page. Oh. And as we know, she is the lone owner of this team. She is the one that's really pulling the strings. And what I see right here, you know, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm saying, I'm saying, wow, she's really busy, really busy. And I see Joy Ann Turner, mm. Mark Turner's one and only mother, mm. is bringing two bottles of champagne, champagne to Thanksgiving. Wow! Now you know you know a bunch of people be excited about this. Yeah, that's great, awesome, huh? We're having a good time. But that tells me that Nikki Turner is big on the holidays. Mm. So you think she's gonna take her time? Playing fantasy football during the holidays? I say no, sir. And I say that leaves little old Mark Turner as the only person running his team. And last time I checked, because we, we did find that Nikki Turner was the person that was running the, the team last year. What happened the last time she wasn't running it? When she was not in the picture? Mark Turner was fighting for last place. Mm. So I believe that with this turn towards the holidays and with her watching more holiday movies and doing this and drinking champagne and doing that, I think Mark has no idea what he's doing now, and he's on a slump, and that slump's going to take him right out of the playoffs. I rest my case. Huh. Now, I, I like to make my decisions based off the facts. Of course, of course. Okay. I, I, I think you guys made this one pretty easy for me. There's one side that's more factual. Yeah, there is one side that's a lot more factual and not so far-fetched. Yeah, yeah. Although – I firmly believe Nikki Turner is running this team. 
I'm going to have to side with Council Harrington over here. I think that, Thank you, Council. I think that you were just uh, soaking up whatever he was putting down, and you did not want to look at the facts. I think that you are turning a blind eye to what is really going Objection. on Objection. This is conspiracy. Would you like me fine. to read back the facts? No, I don't need to. Well, if you want to, I took can. notes. Yeah, go ahead. I took notes. So, for Mark Turner making the playoffs, we have – he currently has seven wins with games still left in the season. He has Derrick Henry, and he has 954 points for before counting this week. The only fact that Council Ortiz Guzman brought to the table was the wife. Mm. That's all we have. That's all we I have. I rest my case. Thank you. Huh? Judge Wright, for a wise and honorable decision. Now, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Jan Paul Ortiz, are you prepared for your next case? I am, I am. I'll, I'll try to do more facts, but I think what I brought to the table last time was damning. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm, let's, let's do it. Um, your Honor, next up we have someone that's a little more convoluted. Convoluted. Someone that hasn't had the success that Mark Turner has. Someone mm. that maybe, you know, is here and ready to take a next step. But I say that step is not going to be taken. That's that's our boy Charles, mm. our dear commissioner, your boy that you love so much and are a big old fan of and a peon of, which is fine. That's no problem. You can be in his pocket. That's fine. I'm not saying it's not it's a problem, but you have to just go down the line here. And I'm saying that Charles is not going to make the playoffs. And I'll tell you why right here, right here, right now. Hit me with it. So he's losing this week to the bum-ass Taysom Hill Father on Taysom Eagle Mountain. Puppets. Shut up. Father on Eagle Puppets. He's losing that. All right. That takes him down to six and five. That's a, that's a mosh pit of a bunch of guys. His starting quarterback was Drew Brees before. He's on IR. Well, was he? I don't know. He might have been. But he's on his IR. It doesn't matter. His quarterback for this past week, Joe Burrow, on IR. Torn ACL. Torn MCL. Out. Gone. Antonio Gibson. Also questionable. He's still playing, but he's questionable. He has Alvin Kamara. He has some good players on. I'm not going to lie. He has some good players out here. But what do we say about this year and the people that have been successful? It's been the quarterbacks. The quarterbacks are the people that are getting the points. And this man has lost two quarterbacks. He has Matt Stafford on his team with a hurt finger. He has a Jared Goff who has been spotty at best. And without a good quarterback, consistently through these last few weeks into the playoffs, you're not making the playoffs. And he has a hodgepodge of bad quarterbacks on his team right now. So I think that if he can't pull it together, you get, hey, hey, you got Chase Claypool. He got touchdowns last week. That means that next week you're not getting touchdowns. And since you got touchdowns this week and he didn't win, you wasted a Claypool week. And you have Travis Kelsey. He's going to get the points. That's great. AJ Brown can disappear. Tyler Lock can disappear. Alvin Kamara is doing well. I will give him that. But we, as I said before, without that quarterback, I don't know if he can do it. I don't know if he can do it. And he, he might. He might. He has a good team. Once again, I say that. But with the the hole he dug himself early in the season and with taking his loss, it's looking a little rough. Your Honor, this is absolute hearsay. The fact that I even have to argue this case That's not a fact. is absolutely ridiculous. Because here's a team that put up the second highest point total in the week and still lost. By a large margin, it wasn't close. Every single player on this team scored a touchdown. Antonio Gibson, the one who 
our uh, def- defendant prosecutor is saying is not uh, not that good. 11th ranked running back on the year. Alvin Kamar, the number two running back on the year. Does he have a starting QB right now that's going to scare you? No, but where he lacks in that, he makes up for with the number two running back in all of fantasy football, as well as the number one tight end, the t- only good tight end outside of Darren Waller that anyone ever wants to play is Travis Kelsey. Because every time you play Travis Kelsey, you have a 10-point advantage over anyone besides Taysom Mountain. And now you have Alvin Kamara with number two in the league. But also you have Tyler Lockett, the number five wide receiver. A.J. Brown, number 16 wide receiver. Chase Claypool, number six wide receiver. Like this, you can go on and on and on. The Steelers defense, this team is star-studded. And, oh, there might be some injuries on the way. Miles Gaskin's coming back off the IR next week. We're fine. This team's going to be fine. They still have a winning record. All you have to do is win one game, and they're making the playoffs. Charles is a good man who ran into the juggernaut that is Taysom Mountain, and I think that he will bounce back better than ever, and I think that our friend is going to be playing fantasy ball late into the winter this year. Your Honor, I believe he is just masking the fact that he beat him and feels bad because he used Taysom Hill. Taysom Mountain! And he is just trying to use that and butter him up here. He does not believe what he's saying. And that's it. That's all I got to say. Well, gentlemen, in my notes, I do have that uh, Council Harrington was bragging about his win this week. Uh, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. With Taysom Mountain! Yeah. Yeah, we got that. That's terrible. Yeah. I hate that so much. Do it again. I'm going to put you in contempt of court. Sorry, sir. You want in the half bath. <laughs> um, again, just like the last one, I kind of think this one's a no-brainer. I'm going to have to side with Council Ortiz Guzman here. Mm. I mean, he he's currently losing this week. whoop de doo He does have a record of six and five. He only really needs one more week to pretty much secure his odds of being in the playoffs. Uh, but I don't think it's going to happen. He mm. might get that win, but I think there's a, a couple key players in there that that will also get wins um, and kind of push him out. So I'm gonna I'm going with Council Ortiz here. I think Charles misses the playoffs by the skin of his teeth. Sorry, I let you Thank down, you Charles. Honor. Thank you. Sorry, buddy. I just can't. It's seething with humble brag. Um. All right, that's fine. So we're one on one. One on one. I mean, so whole new game here. So who do you have next? Because my numbers got messed up. <laughs> oh, I have uh, our boy Michael Webb. Michael Webb. So, yeah, I'll lead the way. Don't worry. Okay, Not making right. the playoffs. Next. <laughs> no, no, Your Honor. You ha- we have to hear that the paperwork has been filed that Michael Webb will make the playoffs. Dear God. Year. Will make the playoffs. I am here to defend him and Your his Honor, chances are going. Please, he's go sick. He's drunk. His paperwork he's was filed wrong. in Maryland. This is a Florida court. It is not valid here. Mm. Florida man does not care if you're from Maryland because that is the sole brother of Florida man. It's Maryland man. <laughs> anyway, um, so I'm Jen sure you're here. Please hear the case. Hear the case. You may continue. All right, so I'm saying that Mike Webb's going to win. You know why Mike Webb's going to win? Why? We went into the playoffs, not win the whole thing. Excuse me. I, I don't want to. I don't want the court make the playoffs. to say that you know I said something wrong. Um, he will make the playoffs because his team is so good. Michael Webb's team is real good. You know what's real good is the Atlanta Falcons. They're a real good team. How many wins do they have? Like three? I think oh, they're at three, man. That's I a lot, they, right? They're a real good Enough team. Enough to win the NFC East. Yeah, yeah, but they're not in the NFC East, are they? No, they aren't. Are they in a good division? 
They're in the NFC South. That's oh, a pretty gosh. good division. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I, hey, I'm staying by contract. That's yes, a, sorry. The Atlanta Falcons are a great team. Mm. And this whole team is the Atlanta Falcons with yes. Dalvin Cook. So when the Atlanta Falcons pop off, which is often because those three wins, they, they pop off all the time. Every day, really. Hey, almost every week. You're on the TV, you always I'm see scared. Matt Ryan throwing a touchdown. I'm scared to play them. Mm. I am scared. But, you know, they pop off three times every season. And, you know, those three times, that's a win for sure. Boom. Yeah. Matt Ryan's throwing it. Julio Jones is passing it when he's not hurt. Um, Todd Gurley's running in that that two-yard touchdown mm. two times a game. Like, he's got some players on this team. They are all tied to the great, great, great Atlanta Falcons team. He's got old man Eric Ebron over there. You see that? Eric Ebron. He's, he's catching some touchdowns. Yes, he, yeah. he, can, he can catch a football sometimes. He, he's a barn burner. 50% he, of the time catches every time. Yeah. He had a great show by CeeDee Lamb, a whole 12 points. That's, that's great. Holy Especially cow. Andy Dalton throwing to him. That's a – Wow, he's coming in. J.K. Dobbins is out with with. Uh, he just showed up, but it doesn't matter because he didn't play him, so it doesn't matter. He didn't need him. COVID. He didn't need him for this uh, loss they took. It was a loss, but it looks like a win. I think he's gonna get get into the playoffs for sure. You Donald know what? Too, win it. T. Higgins has one of the best QBs in college football history throwing the football too. He does. He does. So and just with a mangled sure knee. Oh, His knees no. hurt a little bit. Just, just a, he can walk on it, right? Yeah, I think he can. But, hey. you know, hey, it's fine because you know who he still has an IR slot? Who? It's Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen. And he's going to come back at some point. Okay. And he's going to save. He's going to push him into the playoffs. And I'm saying this team is brimming with talent. Adrian Pierce is still running it. He got 1.8 points last week, and he's still going hard. I love it. They're going into the playoffs. I rest my case. You know what, Your Honor? I'm sorry. I cannot argue against that case. That is rock solid. I think this team's going the distance. Um, yeah, you know, that, that Falcons argument that uh, um, Prosecutor Ortiz made. That was me. Defendant Ortiz made uh, mm-hmm. is rock solid. I think if you – the thing is if you chart out the Falcons rest of the season and with their three wins now, they're at four wins. Wow. That means a whole another week. That's another game. And that, But, like, to be fair, that's not going to be this game or next game when it actually yeah, matters. Yeah. Like yeah. the week 17. But, like, so you're talking about a whole another game of – Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, and Todd Gurley all going off, that's tough to beat. That really is. And especially when you have Hall of Famer Andy Dalton throwing at CeeDee Lamb. I think this is a tough team to beat down the stretch. Ooh, ooh one more thing. One more thing. Um, yes, I just looked up Atlanta's um, schedule for next week. Mm-hmm. Easy games. Okay. They have Tampa Bay yeah. at home. Okay. They are that's away at Kansas City. Oh, easy. Yeah. And then they come away to Tampa Bay. Easy. Oh. Three easy games. Well, you know the other thing, too, is Playoffs. – is I think this team, like, really go the distance. Like you said, I mean, there's no better defense to face when you're trying to make the playoffs than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Are they good at anything? No, they're not. No. No. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I once again, I rest my case. All right. Again, I, I defer to, to the Jan Paul Ortiz side of things here. So, Council Ortiz, I just want to – excuse me, Council Harrington. Mm-hmm. I just want to confirm – that you would like to drop all charges. I like drop all charges. This is a <laughs> playoff bounty. <laughs> yeah, but for sure. Yeah, this this team is gonna make waves in the playoffs. Make waves, and I can't wait to see it. Charges dropped. This good team makes it in the playoffs. Jokes aside, <laughs> like if Michael Webb misses the playoffs, there will be nothing more glorious, more delicious for us. I can't wait for that. I'm I gonna can't. slide into the group me and say, "Great game." <laughs> exactly. GG, GG, bro. 
Everyone, because Mike Webb doesn't listen to this podcast because he's too cool for it. Yeah. Everyone, after Mike Webb misses the playoffs, please, everyone, just say good game to him in the group meet one after another. And this team does a shot to make the playoffs. Yeah, it does. Like, it does. But I think it does take a hit realistically with the fact that Todd Gurley has an awful schedule. Like this Falcons do have an awful schedule coming up. And J.K. Dobbins is COVID. But uh oh gosh, I'm I think, so great. I think that Falcons like lineup is gonna do him in. And I the fact that he has a waiver he's second in waiver order and he's not gonna use it. Like yep. he's got a hurt LaMichael P. Ryan on his bench. Like just looking at his bench is just a mess. Like it's 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 and again Tariq on the IR. That's enough said. Yeah, I don't need to do anything. What's yet. our next case, Mr. Ortiz? All right. So we just got our, I, I I convinced the whole world that Michael Webb went to the playoffs. And now we have Mac Rizzio. Are you sure? Is there anyone else we could? Is he next, really? Yeah. Oh, it's Mac Rizzio. Okay. Oh, Mac Rizzio and his soon-to-be 7-4 self are here. They're at the line. And I am here, Your Honor, to say that they are making the playoffs. Now, I will like to just have it be attacked first. I think I want to feel something. So I'm gonna let Nikki attack me, and then I will defend this this team. So, Your Honor, there is no debate that Mac Cruz does have a good team. I believe the debate is over if he will make the playoffs. And to that, I'm not sure if he has the firepower to make it. This is a perpetual 90 point scoring team. This is not a team that will ever boom that will ever dominate, that will ever win a week. They'll never be the highest point-scoring team in the week. They'll score 90, which is great if you want mediocrity. Mm-hmm. You know, that's fine. Um, it's all fine and dandy. But I think it says it all when you look at the scoreboard and the standings at how much points Matt scored over the year. And he's one of the lowest point totals of the year. It's This is team is not very good. And is it getting healthier? Sure. But look who's coming off the bench. Raheem Mostert, who is a perpetually injured player, and then you have Miles Sanders as the other running back who has scored 6.1 last year and has not done that well. And you yourself traded him away because he wasn't performing up to your standards. And then you have Carlos Hyde, who's a one-hit wonder this week, just because of the fact that Chris Carson come back next week. You do love Keenan Allen. You love Darren Waller. But Duke Johnson hasn't scored in the combined total of the past two weeks where he's been in for David Johnson, has scored less than 10 points in two weeks. That's not what you want from your starting running back. This is a team that is filled with people who can go off, but don't. And at least not all at the same time. It's like when you're watching a cartoon where it's Wiley Coyote versus the Roadrunner. And the dynamite's right there. It's about to blow up. But someone steps on the fuse right before it's the dynamite. And it just kind of sizzles and goes out like a little fart. That's this team. It's a little fart that escaped. And it's going to get so close. And we're all going to be so excited. But in the end... Ah. Mm. Very, very well said. Very well said. I, I do give you props as a, another person of the law. I, <laughs> I appreciate your what, what you what you've said here. Um, you know, Your Honor, it it hurt. It pains me to to talk about this, especially when I was so unfairly robbed of a week where I should have beat the brakes off of this man. But it's fine. It's fine. My main article of evidence is that he's going to be seven and four. Seven's a number. And he has a good good chance of, you know, going and winning one of his next few games. So, I think he does. – does he play Charlie? That's the one. Let me see. He plays Joe next week. He plays Joe. And which is uh, a team Andrew. that we said made the playoffs. Mm, 
Okay, so he's got he's got a tough road. I get that. But the fact that he has low points, just like I do, like I'm barely Third lowest point of the league. Yes, yes, he has low points. So that's not going to help him. But if he can sneak a win in the next two weeks, he's definitely in. But the fact that he already has a seven, seven wins, that bodes well for him. And do I love his team? No, I don't love his team. I like his wide receivers. Like, you know, Terry McLaurin are good. Um, his, he has underachieving running backs, which aren't great, but he has Raheem Mostert coming back at some point. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he might be. But in all honesty, like, I, my only evidence and the only thing I'm going to say for it is that he got the wins and he has seven, and that's it. I said that's the number to get into the playoffs, and I think he pushes out someone like a Mike Webb to get into the playoffs with that record. I rest my case. Mike Webb's a lock, first off. But uh, Judge Wright, you can answer this one. That's another. That's another case. You can't bring in a past case. That's against the law, and I am the law. <laughs> you know, gentlemen, this one is is very difficult for me mm-hmm. to try and decide. You both brought great facts to the table. Great facts. There's no other facts out there quite like these facts. Mm. Well said, Judge. <laughs> um, <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> as much as I would love. To side with, um, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Council Ortiz here. Mm-hmm. I mean, Good one. he safe has false, hit the false. lucky number seven mark already. Lucky number seven. So I, I feel like the evidence is almost indisputable at this point. Yeah, agreed. I'll take that victory over the win because I'm a better talker than Nikki. That's just the way it is. Um, <laughs> All right, so our next case up for trial is the case of will Jack Waitrovich make the playoffs? Your Honor, I think I will start this one off. No. Sorry. Here's the case. 1,022 points for that's only going to go up. Entering this next week of fantasy football, Jack has the most fantasy points to his team's name and is not close. By over 50 points entering this next week, Jack will have the lead. He's the only team in the league that has broken 1,000 points. He's had arguably, besides Colson, the worst luck of anyone in the league. Now, luck is exactly luck, meaning that it will change. It doesn't go all the way one way or all the way another. It will fluctuate. And so here we have a team that's filled with studs. Patrick Mahomes, Tariq Hill, Aaron Jones, Kareem Hunt, DK Metcalf, Mark Andrews. All these are players that are top at their position. Let me go through it for you. Patrick Mahomes, number two. Aaron Jones, number seven. Kareem Hunt, number seven. Tariq Hill, number one. DK Metcalf, number three. Mark Andrews, number three. This is a team full of top ten players, even the Rams defense, number six. This is a team that has to be perfect. And my my, uh, prosecutor will say that. He has to be perfect the rest of the way. But when you are the best team in the league, consistently scoring above 100 points week after week after week, then I think you have a great shot at being perfect, especially with his upcoming schedule, which is manageable. Something that he needs two wins, and he makes the playoffs based off point total alone. And he will do that because do you see Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill slowing down? I don't. Do you see Aaron Jones slowing down? Nope. You think the Jags' defense is going to stop Kareem Hunt? Unlikely. We couldn't even stop James Conner. It's not good, man. We're not in a good spot right now. That's a different argument. The Jags, I mean, not Jack. Jack's in a great spot. Jags are in a bad spot. We'll talk about that later, maybe. May but I, may anyway, I ask for the record? Jack, Jack, the Jags record? Yes. 
Um, drafting number two, baby. Justin Fields, come our way. One in one in nine. Or ten. One in ten? No, one in nine. One in nine. Final answer. Um, but Jack's record is four and six. Thank you. Thank you for finally giving me the information I yes. asked for. Are you done? I'm done. Okay. So well, that I'm was going all... to win this week though. Five and six. Sorry. Now I'm done. Okay, shush. That was all fake. Um, so he's five and six. Good for him. Um, I do not think he's gonna make the playoffs. I'll tell you why. Um, so he has a lot of points. I said that correctly. He did lose. He did win one week with 170 points. That helps your point total a lot. That's, that's a big week. And he's gotten at 120, 115, so that's good. But did you not – did you just gloss over the games in between? Because I see a 94, a 64, 94 a 60, is a great score. A 63. 94 is fine. But I'm more – you're again glossing over this, the three 60-point outings. Your Honor, I would no. like to bring something up. How many, order, times, order, how many times has he scored 94 points? I am on my turn. This is my turn. And are you talking about my team as a, by myself? Yes. Oh, well, if I had Christian McCaffrey, it would be every week. So, Councils, let's stay one. with the matter at hand, please. Uh, you don't have to attack my team just because you're losing your point. Um, anywho, so he's going to win this week. Good. He should beat Charlie, and that's an easy one. But he has tough matchups coming up. His team is the Chiefs. The Chiefs are his team because he has the Patrick, <laughs> Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Harrison Bucker, and Tariq <laughs> Hill. Trio. He has their trio. But next week they go against the Tampa Bay Bucks. But that's a tough defense. Even for them, they they will probably still win the game, I think. But it's gonna be at the end, and it's gonna be a low score, and they're gonna like at the end get some touchdowns. That's gonna be fine. But he's also going against me next week. Mm. And I was one of those losses he took earlier in the year. Mm. So yeah, like am I the most intimidating team? No, no. But I have a feeling about this week coming up and i think that he's gonna have some trouble and even if i don't make it that's fine that's okay because next week he still goes against joe trust our number one seed who's starting to get hot at the right time at the end of the season and has to beat him to get in most likely not only that but also once again they're going against the denver broncos and denver broncos offense is shit it's bad it's terrible but that defense is real and they just showed last week when they beat up a team that was way better than them so I'm just saying that this team, he's got Mike Williams in the flex, which is very, very inconsistent. He's got no good answers at uh, defense. He doesn't have a lot of depth there. So it's all with Aaron Jones, Patrick Mahomes, Kareem Hunt, all those guys. But Kareem Hunt's still uh, splitting time with Nick Chubb. And Aaron Jones is going against the Packers this next week. And what happened? No, not the pack. He is with Packers. He's going against the Bears. And Nikki, if you don't, if you don't mind helping me as a witness, yes, uh, what happens when people play against the Bears, especially running backs? Uh, it's a. I'm not going to answer this one. Uh, Plead the fifth, sir. Oh yes, I'll allow that's, it. That's what the fifth. That's how many points you get. Five points right there because he they knock and stop all running backs there. That's a good defense. I have their defense, so everything he gets is against me. Everything I get is against him. So it is the closest match you're going to see of the week. I call it there. He does not make the playoffs. I rest my case. Now, gentlemen, I think you both made some very valid points. I think so far this was the greatest argued playoff contention that we have spoken about. <laughs> good point. Good point. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> um, now, this this right here was the epitome of you had me in the first half. <laughs> 
But boy, in that second half, did I really get reined in. <laughs> and I firmly believe that Jack Waitrovich will miss the playoffs. Boom! Get worked, son. Try to bring up my team. Get out of here. You're going to half bath. You're going to half bath. It's happening. <laughs> Coupon, here I come. Anyway, I'm ready for the next one. Um, Your Honor, I don't want to. I don't want to sit on my record against Nikki today that much. I don't want to delay the proceedings for that long. So you just know that I'm destroying him in these proceedings today. I don't want. I don't want that to happen. I'm not trying to make that happen. With that being said, um, I would like to bring up our next case, and that's the case of Eamon Webb. Ooh, making the playoffs. Making the playoffs. Eamon Webb. Now, let me only say one thing. Am I very confident in this? As you can tell from my high tones, I am. <laughs> I think AOM has a great chance for one reason and one reason only. He is 12 out of 12 in the waiver order. <laughs> and by God, if that doesn't mean anything, and I don't want to be a part of it. Because oh, sure, he sure. is, ah, excuse me, excuse me. He's going to be 5-6 and six after this week, looking real good with his Arizona Cardinals stack <laughs> trio. And uh, Deshaun Watson's doing things. And carry on, Johnson. Jesus. Carry on, Johnson. <laughs> so bad. Thank you. I rest my case. <laughs> Thank you, Your part. Honor. Thank you, counsel. Thank you, the best part is this waiver order is from <laughs> – 12 out of 12 is bad. You want to be 1 out of 12. And this is from um, this past week. It resets this coming week. So, Eamon's going to be like 6. And then also, Eamon, Eamon has to be perfect from here on out. The same argument that uh, that our, my prosecutor defendant, I don't even know at this point, made about Jack. Eamon has to be perfect too. And his team's so much worse than Jack's. Like, this team's got awful. I mean, Chase Edmonds, Kenyon Drake, DeAndre Hopkins, you really think all three of them are going to, like, score all these touchdowns? Especially when uh, Kenyon uh, – Kyler Murray has a bum shoulder. And then he started on Johnson. The Lions don't even start on Johnson. He's their third-string running back. Why are you starting him? I just don't get this team. I don't. It's, and it got the win against Mike Webb, which we are all – and Eamon, I want you to know – we love you, buddy. Game well done. Way, way to go, buddy. All team. We got caught in the web on that one. But, uh, my gosh, I, I don't love the, the rest of the schedule is not great for him. I don't foresee too many other wins. But, again, he has to get two. I don't think he gets any. This is not an easy rest of the schedule. He has Colson and Mark. Colson, who has scored more points than Eamon. And Mark, who, again, is a champion of our league last week or last year. And so I think that you're really going to trust the team. With three Cardinals players all at the same time, when the best player on the Cardinals is Kyler Murray, who runs it in half the time. This, this is a silly argument. You're we on. almost didn't even have this case up for running because we thought it was so certain that Amy would miss the playoffs. Let's just finish this one off. Your Honor, closing statement. Um, I would rate Amy's chances of getting into the playoffs 12 out of 12. Rest my case. <laughs> I believe I said this earlier in. Uh, when, when, when Fantasy Court first started tonight, about a very, very easy decision. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, gentlemen, I believe I spoke too soon. Ooh. There is no decision easier <laughs> than siding with the fact that Eamon Webb will not make the playoffs. 
Yeah. His team is more atrocious than mine, and I auto-drafted. Kind of a softball, yeah. Yeah. I didn't have a lot to work with, Your Honor. <laughs> I was an assigned public defender and uh, – Pro bono, really. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to. I didn't want it. I'm only being paid by the state. He did not have the money or the capital on his team to pay me. You're still out of the way of white workers, though. <laughs> I, I did the best I could, and um, I will take whatever your call is. The court appreciates your effort. Thank you. So for our last segment of Fantasy Court, we're going to do something a little bit different. It's kind of going to be a head-to-head-to-head where all three of us are going to debate our teams as once again, because it is a year that started in the 2000s, this fantasy football year, here we are. We're all going to be fighting for what looks like a single playoff spot. And us all being J.P. Ortiz, Nikki Harrington, and Andrew Wright, all three of us will likely be vying for one last spot as we enter the final stretch of fantasy season. So one at a time, we're going to go down the list and talk about why our team will make it. So does anyone want to start us off first? And I have chosen JP. Uh, yes, Your Honor. Um, I don't know if you're the honor <coughs> anymore. I might just be saying it's up to the heavens. But um, I just want to also state that I know this is a different court case, but Amos' team is bad. And I don't want to see it anymore. Thank you for that. Um, now let me let me defend a real team, my team, mm. a team that has been in the mud. Mm. It's like clawing, crawling up a hill, and we just keep sliding. We just keep sliding. No more apparent than this past week when I got shafted with the Detroit Lions. All my guys being out, buys off the wazoo, bad decisions left and right, and a stack that. Seems to be promising. I told you. I thought I was gonna. I thought the Mark Ingram, Gus Edwards stack was gonna get me at least ten points combined, which is the lowest bar you can make. <laughs> Little did I know they weren't gonna make one point because that was the one week that they were like, you know what, J.K. Dobbins is our guy, and then next week he's not gonna be our guy because you know he gets COVID. Yeah, that's do funny. It. Doesn't matter because Webb's not gonna play him anyway. But that's not about what it is. I have people coming back from buys. I have a, a game against Jack, who Jack did well last week, and he. Usually doesn't do well two weeks in a row. That's why his record is how it is. He's inconsistent. And I think with the emergence of my boy Michael Pittman, mm. the Pitbull man, Pitbull, uh, Josh Stallion mm. coming back, horsing on multiple points for me, the Chicago Bears defense, who always shows up against the Packers, Rodrigo Blankenship, who is taking this rocket ship all the way up, coming off. The 14 points showing and the game winner just showing that he didn't even kick that much in the first half. He missed a kick and did not kick that much in the he first half. He dunked it too. That was a fun one to see. Did you see that? Yeah, it, is, it was yeah. a satisfying sound. It, it was a nice <laughs> one. But he, even with one half of work, he got that many points. He's still looking good. Will I have Chris McCaffrey? Probably not. But, you know, I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be fine. I'll, I'll get there. And, um, you know, I have Zach Moss coming. I have guys coming back. Alan Roberts coming. I have guys coming back. And I think I can scrape together enough for one win to get me to the Magical 7 and possibly two. Because I know this week it's a very long shot that I'll get Christian McCaffrey, probably not. But if I can nab him, not this week, but next week? He has a bye. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about his bye. I'm saying bye-bye to Christian McCaffrey because I'm going to get him in the playoffs. But these rascals that I picked up, especially with Gus Edwards now being the featured running back, for the Ravens after the COVID for one week, I think <laughs> I can. The I think I can pony that up. What did what did James Robinson do? 
Got 60 yards. And? <laughs> Nothing. And? 60 yards. That's it. And? That's a lot for the Jags. Let's be real. Yeah. So put that with a real team, and boom, you're going to have a lot well, of points. That's a, hey, that's helping a lot. Hey, I'm, I'm, I didn't say it. I didn't say I was coming here to defend the Jaguars because I don't need to. They, they they do enough defending for themselves. They don't do enough defending. They don't Let's defend right. anything. They don't get to defend mm-hmm. anything. Uh, let me just let me just finish this off with um, I'm gonna win next week and hopefully get it in. Thank you. I rest my case. Um, my college is calling to whoever I'm talking to at this point, whether it's the judge, the community, the Germans, the Austrians, the Swiss. I come to you. I don't like to toot my own horn very much. I don't. Yeah. I was down in the dumps every single podcast this season because I thought that my team was garbage, that I did everything right, and it was all going to collapse, and I was going to miss the playoffs. And then my team started showing up. I've had the highest point total in the league last week and this coming week. And you can say, oh, it's all because of Taysom Mountain or some stupid nickname like that. Who would think of that, idiot? So – but the thing is, if you take away Taysom Hill's points, I still would have the second highest point total in the league this week behind Charles, who, like I said, has a really best in the league, in my opinion. And so you look at the rest of my team, you have stars everywhere between Josh Jacobs, James Robinson, Deontay Johnson, Adam Thielen. Oh, he has COVID? No problem. Let me put in Michael Thomas, the number one drafted wide receiver this year, coming off a 100-yard game. This team no is going to be fantastic all of my hard work has paid off and when it comes down to it i'm at six and five and i need a single win but if only if only i were playing someone i get one win against i'm playing charlie next week i'm not saying it's an easy win but this is the team that i would play if i'm looking for one win it's charlie right now and so I'm really hoping that this team will be able to get that one win. And that's all I need because my points are among the best in the league behind only, I believe, uh, Charles and uh, Jack Waitrovich, who, like we said, is not making the playoffs. So do I think that I got extremely lucky with Taysom Hill? Yes, there's no question about that. Without question, that's a very lucky move. But the rest of my team's performing as well. So I feel like I'm in a good spot as I move forward these final two games. I think that this could be a year I make the playoffs. You know, I feel good right now. What happens every time you get confident? I collapse amongst myself like a deck of cards that is caught on fire. Okay, Andrew, your turn. <laughs> you know, guys, I'm going to just keep this kind of short and sweet. I have not made the best decisions this <laughs> season. Thank you. That is extremely evident. And I will be extremely astonished if I make it into the playoffs. However, mm-hmm. I want that fucking coupon. That's right. That's right. I want it so bad. Mm-hmm. So, Mark, I'm coming for you. Say it again. Garizio, mm. I'm coming for you. Oh. You better put your players in because I'm going to kick your ass. That's right. Oh. That's right. You heard it here first. Bop, bop, bop. He wants the coupon, baby. Wow. I guess we'll let the listeners decide. You decide who will get in. From who our, get in. we'll see what happens in the yeah. next two weeks. Yeah. Too. Mm, yeah. Okay. That's fine. So, Nick, what we got next? So, I think for our final segment of the night, we're gonna do something we call an open form. We did it last week, and uh, I thought it was a real success. And I think we all agreed that 
Coming into this week, we got some good feedback from the audience about some topics they want us to hit. So um, I believe that our loyal commissioner, Charles McMillan, asked Andrew to chronologue a recent adventure he went on, as well as Andrew's inner voice. Um, Andrew, do you have the pictures up? Like, do you have them saved? I I, I do, sir. I do. Okay. I, I just think, as your interpreter, I'll need that uh, clearance and evidence, too. Sure thing. So, so I went drinking around the world at Epcot this past mm. weekend. Mighty fine trip. Stupendous. Had mm. a lot of fun. So we started off the day in Mexico with a simple little margarita. Mar- you know, nothing, nothing super fancy. Just got a little bit of each flavor because I didn't know what I wanted. Let the record show the margarita is multicolored. Yeah, it is. And it was delicious, mm. especially coming from someone that does not like tequila. My wallet did not completely agree, but my stomach was quite pleased. Okay. Uh, yes, I said, hola, papi. Next, please. So we continued the day on down to Norway. You know, a day, Norway. Norway. <laughs> so here is where... I started to not be so pleased with how this whole drinking around the world thing went because the only liquor option I had was to get coffee with liquor in it. And that didn't seem like it was going to be great for my stomach because I felt like I might be in the bathroom all day. So I had to go with beer after drinking some tequila, but nonetheless chose the lightest one they had. Delicious. Ooh, daddy. I was in this area. I was feeling good. Woo. I got that margarita. Come for that coupon. But it was very sugary. And I felt a little rumble in my tumble. And so I scooted on over to a bush. And I put my pants down. Let it rip a little bit. Nothing came out. So I was like, all right. That was a close call, buddy. Time for me to go ahead and take a beer. So I took a beer break and waited for the next area. So now this, this, uh, this next drink... I, I'm not entirely sure what it was, but it was in China. Um, it was good. It was very good. Couldn't tell you what was in it. Couldn't tell you what it's called. Wasn't in English. I just pointed and said, I want that. Uh, but would definitely give it a 9 out of 10 on the flavor. It was delicious. Mm-mm. So I finished that nice little Sprechensee Deutsch, um, you know, Swedish, whatever, Norway, who cares, beer, and got myself a fat straw, a big old thing to stick in my mouth and stir around in my tongue and feel it on the roof of my throat. You know, it was good. Four out of ten. Sounds good, Andrew. So next to continue the day and bring me back to things that I don't enjoy drinking copious amounts of, we headed to Germany. Yes. And in Germany, I again insisted, give me your lightest beer because I don't do dark beers. So it took me a little bit to drink. You know, I, I drink liquor way faster than beer. It might have taken me 30 minutes to finish this one. Probably, I think it was like a 16-ounce beer. But it wasn't bad. It tasted foreign for sure. But I finished it nonetheless and moved on to the next country. I don't like dark beers because I'm a bitch, and that's okay, and I know who I am. Also, I start feeling a little fuzzy here. 
my my throat, you know, was full of this this frothy frothy beer, and it was fine. But I, I started, I, you know, my my eyelids got a little heavy here, a little heavy. But I was fine. I still had my eyes open. I just it's a little heavy, a little heavy. At number four. Sleepy Andrew. So after Germany, we headed on down to Das Boot in Italy, where Italy. I garnished myself with a glorious mimosa. <laughs> Very nice. It was delicious. The drink greatly, I appreciated it a lot. The uh, the flute even filled with beverage. Ooh. I wanted to take the glass home, but was not invested enough to carry it around with me for the rest of the day. So I nonetheless threw it in the recycling bin because I care about the environment. Yes, I, 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 I care about the environment. I care about going green and what's green that goes in me, if you know what I mean. Hey, all right, so now, you know, we came to the land of the free, the home of the brave, and this is where I got extremely disappointed. Oh, you no. know, I got a Tennessee lemonade, which is supposed to be, as advertised, Minute Made lemonade with Jack Daniel's whiskey. Okay, mm. and. This tasted like a whiskey sour. Gosh. And I hate sour. Sour is not lemonade. Get it right. This took me forever. I had to bring this drink to the next country with me. It took so long for me to drink this atrocity. USA more like boo USA. Can I hear it again? Mm. <clears throat> yeah, I can't. I can't get behind this one. That's, that's an atrocity. I can't believe they did it. Sour? Are you kidding me? It's freaking Disney. You people have money. Yeah, lemonade. A fresh squeeze lemonade. Like, oh, that was so nice. So so now we moved on to Japan. Okay? So originally I walked up to the counter and I got myself some nice hot sake. Um, <laughs> and I'd never had sake before. Checks out. So I took a sip and I said, this tastes like shit. It's, it's sucky, you might say. <laughs> it was very sucky. So I took the sake and I poured it in the Tennessee lemonade that I had left over. <laughs> no! no. And, and I downed both of them very quickly and got back in line and got this nice colored drink. I'm pretty sure it was called a kamikaze, but that's not what a kamikaze is. But it was muy delicioso. Is that Japanese for very delicious? It is, I think so. Huh. Oh! It was like a warm tingle in the feet that are in my mouth. Mm, more, please. That's beautiful. Who are you? <laughs> JP's inner voice. Oh, God. So yeah. now we've hit a point. <laughs> now we've hit a point where I don't know what country this is. <laughs> I, I like should, Vietnam? No, I should have put the, the names instead of the flags. Looks like Morocco. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I think you're correct, Nikki. I believe I do remember that's Josh like Morocco, being extreme. Well, I searched Morocco and that's Africa. what popped up. Um, so this, yeah, so this was Morocco because I remember Josh being very excited. So we got to Morocco, and uh, I was I was really feeling myself at this point, and this yellow drink was way better than the previous yellow drink yes. that I had, the Tennessee lemonade. This 
was delicious. I almost got back in line to get a second because I finished it very quickly. It rocked your world. It rocked the shit out of me. Mm. Mm, very good. And looks like pee. I like to drink pee, so you know I'm there with me. <laughs> Beautiful. So next we move on to France. Oh, bonjour. And uh, it looks like I got a mimosa, but I know I didn't get a mimosa because I didn't want to get the same drink twice. So I don't remember what it is, but it's again in a nice fluted glass where the beverage goes all the way down to the bottom. And I greatly enjoyed myself with this one, I think. Now, um, I'm just going to cut the voices here, just being straight up my inner voice. I am in trouble here. You can see it in my eyes. I don't feel so good. My eyes are at a 98% squint. Mm. I'm holding the thing with only three fingers. The fourth is flying away because it doesn't want to commit to this drink. Mm. But I have to commit. I said I'm going to drink around the world. Gosh darn it, I'm going to drink around the world. But I am feeling the vomit already coming up my esophagus here. Much like the French, he wanted to surrender. He did. He did. So after after France, we headed on over to England. And I uh, refrained from getting some fish and chips because... Who the hell eats fish at Disney? You know, yeah, I don't. Tr- I wouldn't trust it. They catch from the lake. And so yeah. we went into this pub, and the gentleman was very nice. I couldn't decide what I wanted, so I just went with a very generic whiskey and coke. Mm. But might I add, the pour was extremely heavy, and <laughs> I'm can, not sure <laughs> what kind of whiskey this was, but it was delicious. <laughs> Um, once again, DEFCON 5, I am still drinking liquor. I do not feel good. I have one eye closed now. One is still open. One eye is closed. My, um, I have stopped smiling. I have definitely stopped smiling to purge myself. I don't want to purge myself right there, so I have to hold it. I have to hold it. Um, I am okay, but I'm, I'm, I'm struggling here. I'm, I don't know if I can make it more farther. So now we headed to the final and shittiest country of them all. <laughs> yes. Canada. Canada. Why? Why is Canada part of drinking around the world? Who goes, I'm going to go drink in Canada. No, people go there to smoke weed. Where's the weed, Disney? Where is the weed? (laughs) Vancouver, I guess. So I, again, they had no liquor. So I asked for the lightest beer. And I don't remember what it tasted like. Uh, I told you. I was in trouble. I now have both my eyes closed. My mouth is closed also. I am down to two fingers on the drink. I am barely holding on. And after this picture was taken, I did fall over and pee myself. And, you know, my inner self is not entirely wrong. (laughs) We were standing there and waiting for something. And I thought I had a little toot I needed to let out. And when I let out said toot, I peed a little bit and had to run to the restroom to finish. <laughs> you pissed yourself at Epcot? <laughs> Just a little bit. Oh, I guess it could be worse. And then we ended the night with a stupendous IV put into my arm to help sober me up and make me ready for the drive home the next day. I will not say who did it for safety purposes that they may potentially get in trouble at work. Uh, but shouts out to my good friend for helping me not be hungover the next day when I had to drive everyone home from Orlando. That was nice. Checks out. I enjoyed that. Beautiful. Yeah, the inner voice was dead by then. Was so. <laughs> and just like that, our podcast is over. In true garbage time fashion, there was an incident with the regular outro. So I just wanted to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving from me, Nikki, and JP. 
We hope you guys have a wonderful day with whoever you're spending the day with. And thank you, as always, for listening. Go ahead and gobble and swallow all that turkey. Yeah.